What is up, everybody? We are back with a brand new episode of Fresh Hops. This is episode five. Happy New Year. This is Joey, and with me is the man, the legend, the big smooth, our very own Cicerone, Alex. What's up, buddy? Happy New Year, Joey. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. It's a, it has been a happy new year thus far. Uh, you know, obviously a wild, wild January, but we're here uh, pushing through 2021. Things are starting to open back up in little bits, you know, and, and uh, getting out to go to some places and see some people. It's making things feel a little bit more normal again. So yes. I, I'm smiling. <laughs> I've got a lot of great beer. I, I, I know we, I, I, I've told you I have. Too much beer in my house right now, but that is never a problem. There is no such thing as that, and I am slow. You got yourself a glass, and I forgot to get one, so let me open up my nice can here. Ooh. Hey. I just got... Never mind. We love that sound. <laughs> uh, so, while I'm pouring, you want to let our listeners know what we are kind of drinking here. Okay, so we got a lot of stuff to go through, to, uh, you know, as this is our first show of 2021, uh, and it is taking place here during Black History Month. So happy Black History Month. As you all know, Black History Month is every month. It's every day, uh, but we take the month of February to highlight uh, and look back to great black, you know, great moments and great people in black history. Uh, and here in the beer scene, that has become a, a, a big talking point and a big thing that we're all trying to pay attention to is diversity and equity within craft beer, both on the brewing side and, and just getting a more diverse crowd into the breweries, enjoying great beers and a uh, local Sacramento brewery that we went to together uh, for, or at least it was my first time. Uh, was that your first time when we went there? Uh, no, sir. It was not. Okay. <laughs> Old pro over here. Uh, but Oak Park Brewing, uh, came up with this great idea with some other breweries, and they made a Black History Month uh, collaboration mixed IPA four-pack. So they got together with Hunter's Point Brewing, uh, Full Circle Brewing down in Fresno, Hunter's Point Breweries in San Francisco, Helicoastal Brewing out of Oakland, and themselves, right? Yes. Uh, Oak Park Brewing uh, out of Sacramento. Uh, so they made four different styles of IPAs. Uh, we both got the four-pack. Uh, Joe showed you on our Instagram feed. Uh, and if you haven't already got it, hopefully, uh, if by the time this hits your ears, uh, run, don't walk. <laughs> uh, we've posted on Instagram uh, a few of the places that have had it. Uh, but the, it's going fast. Oak Park, I just saw, was on the news locally uh, about this four-pack. Uh, we picked ours up in Oakland from the Good Hop, our, our favorites down there in Oakland who provided us with that awesome hoppy uh, holidays box yes. that we didn't uh. remember. Uh, and uh, just this weekend, Speakeasy has gotten a small allotment uh, that they have at their weekend uh, beer garden that they've been hosting out there, uh, which is such a great time. So go to any of these places. I believe Federation Brewing in Oakland was also helping distribute uh, or distributing that in the Bay Area. Uh, but if you see it, if you look for it, ask for it, find it, get some. Uh, we haven't gotten into the beers yet, but we are about to. We and, are about uh, to, yes. To be, so, so shorter, <laughs> shorter winded about it. I'm going to let Joe crack his beer and talk about it. Uh, but they, they have some great art on these beers. Uh, the art was done by. Uh, oh man, Milt 
Thank you. It's on the can. It is on the can. Uh, Milt, this Mil- is a- Milton 510. Yes. Milton at Milton 510 on Instagram. Uh, but basically, each can highlights a, uh, you know, a, a great uh, person of black history past, uh, maybe, maybe not even uh, as well known as some of the ones we all know. Uh, so we're each uh, going to tell what the beer is, who it's by. Uh, and this, I, I guess, just share, you know, who, who's on the can and something, you know, we got a, a couple little blurbs of the history from Oak Park, also a post that they did. Uh, but we will definitely be dig- digging deeper than the can at some point to <laughs> check out uh, these people. So, Joe, crack crack your beer. Tell us what you're drinking and what's on it. Well, I already cracked. I made a miss. And I did get mine from uh, Oak Park, and that's actually where I got the four-pack. And I got it on this past Thursday. Uh, we are on uh, Super Bowl Eve. And so uh, they were pretty slim pickings, so I was lucky to get it. So I'm having their uh, Oak Park's Red Indian Pale Ale, which I believe I had one of their other uh, versions of their Indian Pale Ale when we were there uh, earlier or later in the year. So let me take a taste because it looks very delicious. You know when they say looks are deceiving? Not here, because this is very delicious. Uh, great time. Great job, as always, Oak Park. Uh, I do love it. I am a fan of the Indian Pale Ale, and uh, it has a great flavor. Really uh, really malty, very good. Um, their can, uh, I will highlight or mention right now, is they highlight Ella Josephine Baker, American civil rights, human rights activist, and it just gives her... Uh, Wow, she was born on December thirteenth, nineteen o three, and passed on December thirteenth, nineteen eighty six. Wow. So, uh, and they have. I, I guess these are some of the their quotes because all these also have quotes on them. So it says, "Milk and hum, uh, milk and honey, you promised." So I, I'm just, I'm just looking at the pictures, so I, I, I'm not sure what that reference is to right now. But um, she's quoted as saying, "Strong people do not need strong leaders." And uh, she's noted as her education from Shaw University, North Carolina, uh, Young Negroes Cooperative League, uh, SNCC, SCLC, NAACP. So, nice little highlight on uh, Miss uh, Ella Josephine Baker. Yes, I, I uh, was not super familiar with Ella Baker, but I do know uh, Addie does some volunteer work with the Ella Baker Center in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, cool, cool to have the name pop up and you know learn a little bit more yeah and this is a beautiful four pack um as we get and the like i said this beer there, there's this pale ale delicious so um i'm sure by the time this episode comes out the all these four packs are sold out and uh, spoken for which is uh, very good so good job everybody on that yes it's probably true and we will do our best to enjoy it for you that's what we're here for <laughs> Uh, and, and don't say you weren't told, because I definitely shared that you stuff. Did. The, second, the second I knew it, I'm putting that information out to you. And I, and I will say, uh, uh, if you're not following us, uh, uh, I don't know if you're listening to this, why you're not. But, you know, share it with your friends, because I'm going to share all, all the beer information, releases, everything I'm getting. I, I'm going to try and share that through our, our story feed. So if you're not already following all these breweries, uh, don't sweat. I'll do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then go give them a follow as well. Give them some love, yes. All right. Well, I, I got the black IPA. Uh, or I, I, we all got all the beers, but I, we're, we're each going to drink two on here so that we can highlight all four. 
um, and and I begged for it because I love black <laughs> IPAs. Uh, they don't make them as often as I wish. I used to love the sublimely self-righteous black IPA uh, from Stone. Uh, they put it out in their Christmas box, which you guys watched me drink all of. I think I posted that on New Year's Day or so at some point. The beer was bad. It was horrible. Uh, <laughs> bad experience. The black IPA was the only one that kept decently. Anyway, this is a fresh black IPA from Oak Park and Hunters Point Brewery out of San Francisco. Uh, they're down at the same location as Speakeasy Brewery. I don't want to say like they're sa- the same or you know Clark Kent or Superman or whatever, but there's there's two separate breweries going on there. And uh, Hunters Point did re- uh, uh, collab recently with uh, Hello Coastal, who's uh, on one of these other cans that we're going to get into in a bit here. Um, anyway, so I'm I'm drinking America's Native Son. I don't know that that's the name of the beer, but that is on the label with this uh, beautiful picture of James Baldwin. Uh, who uh, I have heard of. Uh, he's a uh, American civil rights activist and author uh, of quite a few books, Notes of a Native Son, Go Tell It on the Mountain, Tell Me How Long the Train's Been Gone. Um, uh, and I guess a little side, I-, I believe there are some James Baldwin quotes or clips uh, that they use in this first season of Lovecraft Country uh, show that, that uh, we were enjoying towards the end of last year. Um, Addie, my girlfriend, uh, who you will hear later on the episode, uh, uh, did a little talk with her uh, about a uh, women in craft beer seminar that she did uh, just at the end of last year with Eagle Rock Brewing and some other local breweries. Um, so uh, she, she's much more familiar with the black history, and I, I love her for many reasons, uh, one of which is educating me on these things. Uh, so anyway... This black IPA is made with Cascade, Amarillo, Eldorado, Centennial, and Eureka hops. A lot of the the big boys in there. Pouring it out nice and dark. I didn't even mention the ingredients of mine, but it was delicious. Mm. Yeah, the black IPA is always kind of just reminds me of like mixing a brown with an IPA. Yeah, nice hoppy, roasty. Oh. I haven't oh, had a good yeah. black IP in a long time, actually. I'm trying to remember. Well, you're going to enjoy this one. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a great beer. Uh, and, and now this is going to be a great episode. And we're going to jump right in. I believe uh, Joe's got a little bit of beer news or some cur- current stuff going on. Yeah, this is kind of big in our area. And, you know, we're not we're not going to be a beer, beer news show. There are some sites for that. We're, we're just straightly for, you know, getting together, entertaining you guys, and drinking while we do that. Because we both love beer, but um, one of the beers that we both really enjoy uh, is in San Francisco. Anchor Brewing uh, decided to show off a new logo on their 125th anniversary. So uh, some people really do not like this. Um, their their original logo that we've been so used to over the years has a nice classic original look to it and they kind of updated the anchor and it, it kind of i don't say it looks like every other logo but it, it, it is growing on me i'll say that and i i want to read this because if you go to the website um i just want to re- read what they wrote so it says our past is storied but our story isn't finished uh join us as we raise anchor to the next 125 years Forged in San Francisco in 1896, we are proud to be America's first craft brewery 
as we celebrate and honor our 125 years of trailblazing tradition. We're looking ahead to our next 125 years. Anchors raised and full steam ahead. Um, and, you know, like I said, at first when I saw it, I was like, uh, I love the old logo. But like I said, this it is growing on me. And like you mentioned, well, I'll let you – your your initial reaction to me, I think, <laughs> uh, was classic, if you remember what that was. I don't know if you do or not. I don't. Oh, was okay. It you, just you said, now when we were talking about it? No, 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 no. Like, I think I, when I sent you the picture, like, when the, the day they announced it, you're like, oh, well, that'll look great with my Warriors gear. Oh. So. Yeah, no, I, 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 and that's what I was just about to say is, you know, uh, ultimately, I, I think in – they, they went into a, a, an Instagram post, which I'm sure is on their website, kind of explaining their, the reasoning. And mm-hmm. I, I get it. You know, I, I think the few of us who were drinking Anchor, I, I will say Anchor is not my first, second, fifth, or tenth choice when I'm at the store. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately, I don't even really buy beer at the store anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to – I will – when I do, there are certain ones I do, and I think every now and again, I might jump into something from my past like anchor. Uh, but I think those of us who have had it in the past, or even the few people who still drank it, uh, love that classic logo. I think that's one that's probably known coast to coast. Um, so switching it up, uh, sucked to yeah. that aspect, but yes, as a warriors fan, I, I do dig the blue and gold. Uh, there's down a kind of in the na- chase hood neighborhood, um, chase center neighborhood. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and, and, uh, but I, I understand that, you know, it's, it's a rebrand, you know, trying to get some more stuff to stick. I think, uh, they, they want to be able to have labels that kind of match along their different beers, you know, mm-hmm. once again, uh, reminding people they're not anchor steam brewing, they're anchor brewing who makes steam beer. Um, so, uh, you know, wh- whatever it's, it's, it's why not, what's on the inside that counts. Just like what mom used to say. <laughs> exactly. And I think the reason why at first I was really against it was, um, like, you know, lifelong giants fan, but, uh, you know, there, there was a time I lived in, in Portland, Oregon for a while. So, you know, one of my highlights was, you know, when, when I would make it down to a giants game from Portland, you know, they had a little anchor anchor bar right, you know, back behind center field before they had the little uh, out, outside one uh, uh-huh. beer garden. And to me, especially that old label, it just said to me, San Francisco. It, that's and so, you know, I would always take take a case back with me and stuff and because you couldn't really get it up in Oregon. And um, as, as long that's, that's as surprising. they keep their Merry Christmas label, that old classic. Looking. I was going to say the same thing. As long as you don't mess with the Christmas label, yeah, we're Do good. not mess with that label. But, uh, yeah, th- this new logo, the the gold and blue, it, it is really uh, – it is catching up on me and – or not catching up. But it, it is uh, – I i don't know how I'm, I'm putting this, but it is growing on me is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so It works. Uh, but, you know, you know 125 like years. Like uh, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, right? Oh, I was on that. I was on board with that when they announced it, but – um, but you're yeah, like, you're like Tower and Terror, get out of here. <laughs> well, I liked it, but I, I it, you know, we'll, we'll talk. Uh, I, I felt that the the better Tower of Terror attraction is in Florida, and I love Guardians of the Galaxy, so I was on board with the re, re, reboot of that. So, but um, that's understandable. But you know, after 125 years, you know, it's it's okay for change. You know, look yeah, into the future. I think, so. I think there's a little bit of trust. You should put there after 125 years. Yeah, but like you said, like you said, it's what's in inside that counts. So, damn right. 
There we go. And uh, not necessarily beer news, but we we are both sports fans. And actually, there's a little beer tie into this one. But uh, we are both hardcore Niner fans. And so uh, general manager John Lynch just announced uh, earlier this evening to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, Stanford boy. You know, he was a badass safety for the Buccaneers and Broncos. Super Bowl with the Bucks, yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, well-deserved and, uh, you know, great, obviously a great general manager, too. And one of the biggest, biggest uh, controversies over years was head coach of the Raiders, Tom Flores, not being in the Hall of Fame. Well, that, you can't say that no more because he is finally a Hall of Fame coach, one of the few that has uh, – won two Super Bowls that wasn't in the Hall of Fame, one of two players in the NFL history who's won the Super Bowl as a player and a coach. And it seems like it took a Coors Light uh, campaign to get him finally into the Hall of Fame. And shout out, I'm from Stockton, California. He played uh, at the University of the Pacific over there too. So, UOP. UOP. So uh, congrats, well-deserved to Coach Flores and uh, John Lynch. And thank you for Coors Light for getting those voters that extra little boost to get 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 Mr. Flores finally that uh, definitely yeah I, I mentioned Coors Light with their marketing uh, they they've got their seltzers they're advertising by uh, I believe uh, claiming that you save two hundred ga- two hundred gallons of river water or something with each pack purchased I don't know how how they do that but they're working and preserving our rivers uh, and then they they have some crazy subliminal dream super bowl commercial i'm gonna have to find a link i could share on this uh but uh worst beer blog i'll shout them out i follow them uh interesting fun conversations on what people uh, the bad the ugly and, and uh, sometimes the funny and interesting <laughs> in the beer world um but uh, uh they had posted somebody's story posts about this coors light commercial where they supposedly worked with like neuroscientists and stuff because uh, good old Budweiser has a monopoly over beer commercials during the big game. Coors Light came out with this commercial you can watch the night before, and it's supposed to trigger a certain dream that you will have the night before the Super Bowl. Uh, so as you all will be hearing this afterwards, I don't know if this is going to be something, if this is real, something that's still going to be available. Maybe it's just something I didn't quite fact check on the Internet. But it sounds interesting. Sounds like I don't some- know if I'm – Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I, I don't know if I'm ready to let Coors Light get in my dreams. I enjoy the beer I'm drinking right now. Nothing against you. Every now and again on a hot day, Coors Light. But uh, I'm gonna stick with my uh, my Hunters Point Oak Park at the moment. Yeah, that sounds like some Inception shit too. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, unless it's those Coors Light twins in my dreams, and you know, yeah, stay out of my head. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, you you can't rate dreams, so they could do that. That is right. That is true. So that that's pretty much it for you know our little mini mini news segment for not being a new show, but you know I am really loving this Oak Park this uh, Indian Pale Ale is so good. The in, red Red Indian yeah, Red yeah. IPA Red yeah. India India. Uh, I I love red beers and when I go to BJ's, uh, I, I uh, what my good buddy Nathan, uh, I believe we called the Red Rana mm. was a mix of their red and their piranha. Um, I would do the Red Storm, which is a mix of the Jeremiah Red, Irish Red, with the uh, Hop Storm IPA. So oh, nice. Kind of balance of, of the malty and the hoppy. 
Yeah. Which I think you get from that beer. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And oh, so good. And um, yeah, I've been on a red kick lately, too, because I've been one of the places up here is a University of Beer or Avid Craft, uh, Craft Beer Vault. And uh, but um, been every time they, I see the Mermaid's Red, I think it's from Coronado. Uh, yes. I love that one. That's really good. And uh, but, you know, I'm a sucker for uh, Star Wars beers. And so uh, Blue Note from Woodland, uh, California, up here. Uh, they've been having them at Craft Beer Vault, uh, their uh, Kessel Run uh, IPA. So I got to get that on principle. I've had that a couple times. So very delicious. Nice. I I, I know. Uh, I think uh, another one I grabbed for you today from Cooperage, uh, and our buddy uh, Corey Jungle Cruiser, uh, out there in Arizona. He uh, uh, is near Tombstone. Yes. Right? And uh, I, they did a beer called Wyatt Terp. Oh, nice. Yeah, he, uh, he, terpenes, and uh, it's uh, got a cool picture of a uh, dude with the hat and the mustache, and the mustache says the name of the beer. <laughs> nice, awesome. nice. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah lo- loving the beers, lo- loving. The, I- I'm definitely enjoying the Black IPA, um, and uh, you just uh, had t- mentioned earlier, and uh, I know I could sit here and talk to you for hours about <laughs> what you did on your trip to Disney World. Yes, uh, but. Give us the beer highlights. I know you you had a special beer in Disney or Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yes, uh, I did. Cool. So and, get, give give me what you got. Well, oh, first of all, uh, if you guys follow us on Instagram, which I'm sure you do, if, if you're listening to the show, I think we, we we got more Instagram followers right now than listeners, but it's okay. We're growing, but uh, thank you for your interactions, anyways, because yeah. it and, is a community. We'll be there. You can always come back. To exactly. Us. You don't have to join at the beginning. <laughs> It'll be there. But. Um, yeah, so I put out that I was really hoping to get out to some local uh, local Orlando area or even Florida breweries, and me and my niece, were spo- she was going to take me to this one that was kind of like an arcade, and it was like Super Mario themed, but we never got around to doing it because, you know, we were there for a limited time, and we were staying on the Disney property, so I wasn't able to do any of the local stuff, unfortunately, So, but, you know, there's always next time. And uh, so one of the things that I did do... Uh, so I'm a big foodie. And, uh, oh, good. Sorry. Uh, it was just Orlando Craft Beer Week the week before you were there, oh, too. That figures. Because I, I st- you know, I follow a couple people, yeah. or I, fo- I follow a ton of people on Instagram. I think probably follow like five to 10,000 people. Uh, <laughs> but, I, but I get to, and obviously I, I see the stuff that I'm looking at the most. Uh, so I get a lot of the beer. Uh, and some of the people I follow out there in the Orlando area, that's how I found out about it. I started tagging a bunch of them. Uh, just kind of blindly to see if they, they would uh, shoot. And a couple of people did shoot you some places. Yeah, yeah, I got some great, great places from uh, Instagram handles, I think, uh, Beer Geek. Okay. And and a couple other people they gave, and I just wasn't able, uh, had no, a really lack of time uh, when we get there because, uh, well, basically, two, we were there for five days, but two of those days, or six, we were there for six days, but two days are travel days, so basically four days. But anyway, so... Uh, uh, one of the places I really wanted to go to, uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of like, uh, one of my other podcasts is a Disney spinoff. It's a Tiki cast, but it also kind of focuses on the adventurer side of Disneyland, Adventureland, Safari, this, uh, look it up, this group called the SEA Society of Explorers and Adventurers. So, and, and it ties in like all the parks around the world. It's super cool, but uh, shout, shout out Adventures Club comic. Exactly, great comic. Shout, shout out uh, uh, 
old school uh, is it was it the Adventurers Club? The, yes. Uh, Disney World? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I don't I don't know of it, but I read about it on the internet and wish I was of that age at that time. Oh, dude, it, yeah, it's it's amazing. And if listen, to, I'll, I'll, I'll suddenly give you if you're interested, t- uh, DM me, and I'll tell you. It's just really cool. Yeah, go, go check out uh, Disney Universe Tiki. And I think <laughs> I and I have a feeling eventually when we get a Jungle Cruise movie, it'll have a little nods to the SEA. Uh, they, they they've. Uh, uh, I've, I've seen a lot of theories saying that'll yeah. happen, and I, I, I don't see why they wouldn't. Exactly, you know? it's such I, a I huge see a thing Mystic right Manor now. movie. Exactly, yeah. and okay, that's a whole other show. <laughs> but so uh, one of the restaurants they have in uh, Adventureland in uh, Magic Kingdom is called the J- Jungle Navigation, which is the company that technically owns the Jungle Cruise when you ride uh, both attractions, either uh, Disneyland Skipper Canteen, or Canteen, right? Yeah. So yeah, Skipper Canteen. So it's Jungle Navigation, Skipper Canteen. And the whole, I mean, it looks like an old fancy, like, club uh, for rich explorers and people, you know, just, you know. Anyways, so I'm, I'm just going to mention what we had because just the name of it. I mean, if you know Jungle Cruise, you know the puns, you'll love it. Uh, what we had was it tastes like chicken because it is. And it was just this jasmine rice with a giant, huge chicken breast on the top and perfectly breaded it looked like it was nothing but batter but it was light bread anyways so delicious but um i was looking at the menu and um something we're not used to at disneyland is uh, disneyland park it's pretty dry except galaxy's edge and uh but you can drink at uh, dca uh, california adventure however you could drink yeah, not pretty dry it's dry yeah it is <laughs> except for galaxy's edge and they will not let you leave the building with exactly and that's another story it's not a i'll get into that in a second but uh <laughs> so one thing that i came to find was looking at the menu and they mentioned oh yeah we also have uh if you want iced tea or something my niece got a sangria but there, we also got beers on tap I'm like, oh okay so i was going through the beers and then i saw this one and again if you're in the tiki and adventure uh uh, community, you know the term Kungaloosh. and uh, so I saw that, and the waitress like, "Oh, that, yeah, that's uh, that that beer is especially brewed just for this restaurant." I'm like, "Sold, give it to me." Uh, so it's a Kungaloosh spiced excursion ale, and I have no way to really describe <laughs> what this was. The the closest thing would be almost like if you added a little bit of spice to a Marzen. I guess is the closest I uh, I could get to. It kind of sounds like like a winter spice beer sort of thing. Yeah, and it had a little bit. It, had, it was a little sweet. Um, it's definitely like a, a darker red, uh, very malty. Um, Do you have the ABV on it? Uh, yeah, let me pull it up here. Hang on a second. I'm, I'm sure it's on your untapped. That's what I'm looking at right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six six percent. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Nice push, sir. And uh, this is from actually Concrete Beach Brewing uh, out of Miami, Florida. So this is probably one of the closest I got to uh, local beers uh, out of Miami. So uh, very good. And I, they, you, you get me on the, the exclusivity of a, of, a, of a ale at Disney. So I did a little chug, a quick chug, and uh, very good. I highly recommend it. And it just felt weird drinking a beer at a Disney I mean Magic Kingdom is pretty much the Disneyland so just the atmosphere of that but so that was really good um then the next couple of days we went over to Hollywood Studios and I, and that's where I had my first we didn't make it to Oga's Cantina 
Um, the reservations are full. But I did have my first blue milk, which I haven't had at California yet. And the the cool thing, or the thing that sold me to this one, is their blue and green milk is alcoholic. And so the blue milk has rum, and it's Bacardi, but, I mean, the... I'll, I'll get to this in a second, but then the green milk was tequila. So uh, one, my favorite drink at all of Disney parks is uh, the frozen Jack and Coke at DCA. And there's a mix machine uh, that that blends it perfectly. So that's what I thought it was going to be. But nope, there's this little old lady in the back actually pouring the rum into the blue milk. And they're like, all right, you, it's all on the top, so you got to stir it. And so my friend was behind me, and I thought, you know, like, oh, it's going to be a weak drink. And... It was not because she poured this like a champ, and it was. Yeah, no, they better not. Not at Disney. Yeah, I mean, I could see where they would want to. You know, you don't want the old school DCA horror stories, and, and I, <laughs> I, I'm sure Epcot uh, World Showcase gets them as well. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, for what you're paying and how how, how much they're moving, you know. Yeah. So so this give was some, delicious. Give me some. <laughs> <laughs> but um. So there's my niece was telling me about this. It wasn't open at the time, but there's this place called a Baseline Tap House. I'm like, oh yeah, that's let's go there when you know for lunchtime and uh, for sure because you you say Tap House to me, yeah, definitely. So we spent a couple of hours at Galaxy's Edge and finally make it back over there, and it was pretty packed. And so you can see it's a, it's a very popular spot. So um, and my buddy Matt, shout out to Matt, uh, friend through the Skywalker through Neverland community. Uh, Hung out at Celebration a bunch of times. Cool guy. And uh, the biggest Ahsoka Tano fan you will ever meet. So uh, shout out to Matt. And uh, beer guy, too. So he's like, yeah, this place is really good. So, you know, okay, that's another. uh, I trust your judgment. So we go there, and I'm looking. I'm looking at the menu. And uh, granted, like, all I want is some good Florida local beers. And I see 805. I see farmhouse i see fort bragg i'm like what the <laughs> everything was from california i look at the i look at the wine list sonoma napa I'm like what Wait, is which place is this it's called baseline tap house oh, okay so i'm like okay everything here is from california <laughs> you know? well i mean hollywood but, studios well, is yeah it there. took me a while yeah. to realize i'm like oh hollywood studios so they're bringing yeah. california to florida figures right. so but, um, That's cool, though. No, it was. I mean, I'm not complaining because I still had a really good. Uh, what I get, I get. I had Stone's Delicious IPA, uh, okay. which is a, a good one. Gluten, it's one of my gluten reduced. Yeah, so I had one of those. Actually, I had two you of can those. Smash more of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like seven percent too. Yeah, yeah. So um, very good. Um, I was just like I said, uh, almost eight percent. It's seven point seven. So uh-huh. pretty high. So and it was a it was a a nice warm Florida Florida afternoon. So. Definitely hit the spot when we were there, especially with the uh, the spicy uh, almonds that we had. But um, then fast forward, the next day uh, was my Epcot day, which is my favorite park at Walt Disney World. And I didn't drink as much as I wanted to. only had two beers. So I went to my uh, crown, uh, the Rosen Crown, which is the Irish pub and restaurant. And I can't go wrong with a Smithwick's from Guinness. Uh, the red Irish ale, so uh, that's one of my favorite out of the uh, Guinness's brand. I mean, it's lighter. It's it's. I didn't know it was this low, but it's it's four point five, which you know now seems pretty low. But I mean, just the taste of it's really delicious. And you're in England, you're kind of you feel like you're there. So, um, 
Really good, really good. Then, of course, we made it over to Germany, which I had the Warsteiner Dunkel, uh, Munich Dunkel Lager. And uh, this was a 4.8, but again, um, not necessarily with the alcohol content, but you got a long history of beer makers uh, from, you know, from the early days of Guinness and this uh, Warsteiner brand out of Germany. Uh, Let's see, where are they from? Warstein, <laughs> Germany. So um, that, that's all I really drank at uh, at Epcot. Didn't didn't make it to uh, um, really anywhere else, but it was still a lot of fun. So uh, there's always next time for more more beer too. Oh, best believe. I mean, <laughs> I, I still don't know when I'll be making or, or will be making our trip. I, I'm hoping it'll be next year. Uh, it, it's the plan. <laughs> Uh, but uh, like I'm going gung ho for it. Like oh. I am shooting for two weeks. I, I will accept <laughs> eight to ten days if I have to. We're yeah. gonna try and stay on property, split it between two places. Like this will be the the one where I do as much as I can, and or, or at least enjoy what I do as much as I can. Because the next time I probably <laughs> do it will be after children, and and that's at, at that point you're enjoying it for them and not for yourself. Exactly. You don't get me wrong. You will enjoy yourself, and you will enjoy yourself through them, and you'll enjoy yourself through yourself. But uh, at least I, I would think at that point it's it's uh, more about them, and I want to do it for me. Yeah, and, and I will Parents. say this: this is my this was my fourth visit to Walt Disney World since uh, I'll say I've been there four times. In the my first time was twenty ten, so basically, yeah, my first four times in a, in ten eleven years. So. Uh, this was the most I've ever seen so many Californians and West Coasters in Florida, because oh, yeah? a lot of Disney fans like yourself and, my, and me were like, "How did you know everybody's California West Coast is just what they're wearing and stuff?" A lot of people were wearing Disneyland spirit jerseys and Disneyland swag. Um, yeah. You probably saw pictures of me wearing my Giants hat. You know, yeah. there's a lot see of a lot of those. You saw saw a lot of California, you know, Dodgers, uh, some A, well, you know, you know <laughs> but you could tell they're from California. So, and uh, we went. My favorite restaurant at a, at Epcot is Coral Reef. It's the one with a big giant fish tank. The one in Full uh-huh. House where they're doing the radio show in the in the water. Um, mahi 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 mahi, <laughs> delicious. I highly recommend it. Uh, my dad and I'll say from my dad, he highly recommends the shipping shrimp and grits. And it looked okay. it, it was delicious. I had a scoop, um, but uh, so as we we're leaving, me and my niece went outside. My parents were uh, uh, using the restroom and stuff, and so we're sitting down. And this this lady who's uh, greeting everybody at the door, like, oh, you know, where do you come from? And so this couple came up, and they they're from from the bay, they're from the city, they're from San Francisco, and she's like, oh, that's I we've seen so many people from California and. I feel so bad for everything going on. People can't get there, and you know, kind of. She was really, really greeting them, and walking, welcoming them. You know, being that they flew so far just to go to Disney. And Wait, this was a cast member. Yeah, this was a lady checking them in at the restaurant. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So then, as they're walking by, you know, they leave and walk by, and I just kind of like look at them, stick my arm up in the air. I'm like, Sacramento. He's like, Yeah. And she's like, You're from California too. Oh, thank you guys for coming. Uh, it's so nice. We love when people come here because they love Walt Disney and blah 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 and and uh, and like I said, big big props to the cast members at Downtown Disney or which is D- Disney Springs because they accepted my Disneyland annual pass for discounts at three places. 
Hey. And so one of them that is in my wallet. As they should. As they should. Yeah. And, but it's funny because. Uh, so, was, send the difference back <laughs> to Bob or something. You yeah. Know? Well, because I was at a, I, I was getting something from the Ron John Surf Shop that was at Disney Springs. And she saw the, the, the top of my pass in my wallet. She's like, oh, is that an annual pass? I'm like, well, well yeah, it's Disneyland. And she's like, aw. I'll I'll accept it. We feel so bad for you people in California. I'm like, that is awesome. And two other places accepted my. And I said it jokingly, they're like, do you have an annual pass? Well, I got one from Disneyland. Oh, we'll take it. So, uh, big ups to uh, props. World to, of Disney? Did they take it? Uh, no, because I gave what I bought at World of Disney to my niece for her employee discount. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so Ron John and uh, one of the restaurants. I can't remember, but oh well. But is it is it Gideon's? Trip? Yes. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I saw the picture. I thought that was like a Tim Burton thing. Or it, something. Yeah, it it totally looked like half like Tim Burton. Half there's this comic called comic series called Lenore, little ghost girl. Uh, Tell everyone what Gideon's is real quick. It is this giant cookie place, and it feels like you're either it, like like Alex said, you're half of it feel like you're in a Tim Burton place. The other half, you feel like you're like in the Gringotts or something from Harry Potter, one of the little back alley stores. But there's these giant cookies. It opened recently, like just before, like a week or two before I was there. So I guess the wait was up to 11 hours for these cookies. Um, I got four of them, and it felt like they're giving me a brick. And you, you got to eat them. And it, I mean, I can eat, and especially a cookie. I've never been defeated by a cookie, but you're eating them at, in at in levels. So. I, I had seen something else, uh, as I've mentioned before. I bury myself in Disney YouTube, and yeah. someone said they're a half pound each. Uh, if it pound had to have been, yeah, I, I would. So, so four what four cookies? It's like two pounds of cookies. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah, it was crazy, but they were delicious too. I mean, they weren't just heavy. It wasn't just a gimmick. They were. Delicious. Are they like doughy on the inside? Very doughy. So Very doughy. Oh. So yeah. all those cookie dough lovers. Yeah, exactly. So if you ever. <laughs> In uh, Disney Springs or anywhere else, there's a Gideon's. Get on the uh, the wait list, and they'll text you. And because I met up with some friends, and uh, one of the guys I just happened to meet, he was there with the friend I was meeting up with, was already on the list. So once he got called back, they can add anybody to their group. So nice. it was legit. That's an easy way to make some friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and one more shout out to uh, we had lunch at the Edison. Which is a super like steampunk looking uh, restaurant. Yeah, I've and, seen uh, oh, videos of that place too. Yeah. Oh my god, the delicious. So. I mean, I, I I'm 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 sad that Pleasure Island isn't there, but the uh, the stuff that's there seems pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Santa Rosa's Zone Guy Fieri has his chicken guy. Yes, that's where I got my discount. Oh, you ate there? Yeah. So my friend Matt, who I went was at the um, Baseline Brewery with. That's his good to go place when he's at Disney Springs. And uh, so, the sauces look awesome. Oh man. my gosh! Like so yeah, thirty different sauces. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I had the regular uh, barbecue. It was it was a uh, brown sugar barbecue, hey. and then I was going to go with a honey mustard, but then this curry mayo caught my eye, and I got that one. That sounds good for the tots or fries. And it or was delicious. Yeah. So this place, if and it's reasonable. So for a chicken uh, five. You got a drink, uh, chicken strips, and uh, five of them, and fries. And it was like seven ninety nine. That's very reasonable, especially yeah. for like a downtown Disney, Disney Springs. Yeah, exactly. Kind of so I highly recommend that place, too. 
Uh, I don't know why it's not in this area, like you said, where guys, you know, <laughs> we're in his backyard. Yes. But yes. um, and I and I'll, I'll it's in, supposed to expand back west. I hope so. so. We'll, we'll see. I hope so. But maybe we'll get one down by Disneyland. Yeah, they should. And yeah. I will end in the trip report with this. And you said about you know splitting splitting uh, uh, hotels. Uh, definitely stay on property. Uh, we stay at the Value Resorts, which are the All Star Resorts, uh, Pop Century, and hopefully next time Art of Animation. I, I highly recommend either Pop or even Art of Animation from not even from being there yet, but the Skyliner, the the gondolas that they have, they're right between both hotels, and it takes you to a hub station at the Caribbean. Shout out, that's where my niece works at, and. Uh, then the, the, that's the main one that will separate if you're going to Hollywood Studios or Epcot. But that's the way to travel when you're at Disney World is those uh, Skyliners. And so in the value resorts, I mean, they're really reasonable for the even if you're there for a while. Nice. Yeah, I, I like I said, my my dream vacation that is going to happen. I, I have such lofty expectations that I have, like, <laughs> slightly less lofty backup expectations that I won't even be mad at, you know? <laughs> But, I'm like, all right, I, ideally I would stay half the time at yeah. Art of Animation and half the time at, like, one of the, uh, uh, what's the, the Monorail Resorts? Over uh, by Magic the Kingdom. Grand Floridian, the, the Contemporary, Contemporary, and the Polynesian, yes. The Contemporary, I would, I would love to. I love that it's the original out there. It's like the Disneyland Hotel of Florida. You could walk to the park from there, so... But if I had to do a backup, then I would do the Animal Kingdom, which I know is also still like a premium one. Yeah. And then do uh, Port Orleans because I like that they have the boats that go to Disney Springs from there. I know that they're not open right now, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. get me on my Disney tangent. <laughs> well, we'll, well, well, me too. And <laughs> I had to bring up the uh, annual pass holder discount because I didn't even bring it up in my own Disney podcast, so I had to get that shout out to those. I wonder awesome... if they give a discount at Dallas Point. Uh, they do. On beer, I, I mean, definitely on merch, but I think food, merch, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't think beer. Have to discount alcohol in California, I, um, but I, like I know I get it as a club member and things, but yeah. maybe that's how they make a distinction. And for the uh, the short time though, for those who are planning a Walt Disney World vacation, uh, the Riviera, which is a brand new D- Disney Vacation Club resort, is actually open to non club members uh, right now. Did you go there? No. Did you go check it out? <laughs> we saw it. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. I, I, the, I believe that's the Three Bridges restaurant is right there. I believe so, yeah. Because the Riviera is right by Coronado, right? Yes. Yeah, and so it's it's a restaurant that's like out in the middle of the lake, and it has three bridges that lead to it. Shout out Imagineers. <laughs> do everywhere. I want, I want to be like you, like uh, King Louis said. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. But yeah, that's, ooh. that's my little... Trip report, and like I said, there's always next time to get to some of those local breweries. So, oh, always. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, and now I know well, when Orlando Beer Week is, so I'll plan my next trip for <laughs> a week earlier. That because I like going. Exactly. Uh, the the four times I've gone, three of those times I've been in January and once in October. I'm not going to do Florida in the summer. <laughs> yeah. So, duly noted. I'm not taking a full suitcase of gold bonds. So. <laughs> But you've been pretty yeah. busy too with you know with the all the socials and events popping. Socials up and, and events <laughs> and chug, chugging a bunch of old beer. Uh, yeah, no, I, I had mentioned uh, you know beer fests and 
I think, uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned on the last episode or, or just in between, or if it's just a thing that a lot of us have been feeling because we all love beer and we love the beer community, but we miss that community aspect of beer community. Uh, and uh, one of the things that has been going on has been virtual beer festivals. Um, I have to give a shout out to my friend Janine uh, because she ended up uh, doing the uh, what is it? The Roast of 2020 Beer Fest yes. that we were all planning to do and yourself and myself balked and sold out of the things and they get to do it. She said it was pretty cool uh, and, and I do want to get her on to talk but I believe we're both doing a virtual beer thing coming up this next week which we're going to talk about a little bit later as a part of California Craft Beer Week which is coming up. Uh, but Addie, uh, my beautiful girlfriend, uh, who you, you've heard on the show a few times before, uh, did a, uh, a, a women in beer. Sorry, sorry for my Jeff Goldblum uh, stumbling there. Uh, 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 women in beer. Uh, sem- uh, I forget. I, I'm going to call it seminar or, or thing. But it, it was a, a a talk where they had a mixed four pack of beers. Uh, uh, and, uh, I, I don't want to talk too much about it cause I got to interview my beautiful girlfriend. Uh, so I, I'm going to throw you guys to that and you can hear her telling you about this cool thing that Eagle Rock Brewing put on. Uh, so take it away, baby. And what up fresh hoppers, hop heads, hop a doo day. <laughs> uh, it's Alex here, uh, with my first interview. I'm excited. I've picked a doozy. I've got a, a real hard-hitting celebrity, hard-to-get interview. I don't know how I ever got this person to come around for us. Uh, you've heard her here once or twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my beautiful girlfriend, Addie. Um, Hello, everyone. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> in the flesh, on your earwaves. Um, and uh, Addie was uh, kind enough as to... Uh, get get out with the virtual beer community mm-hmm. as we've been talking about here, uh, missing uh, community beer fest things like that, um, and uh, she got into a place where uh, Joey or I couldn't necessarily go, um, and she participated in a women's beer forum. Uh, so Addie is here to tell us about that experience. Uh, I guess why don't you start by uh, letting us know. Uh, who, who runs this Women's Beer Forum, uh, how it started, and uh, yeah. That sounds great. Oh, and uh, I, I will do our favorite sound. Uh, unfortunately, I've got Addie on a break from her work day, but I will be sipping <laughs> on a nice revision brew here. Yes. Uh, so tell, tell us about it, Addie. Oh, I'd be happy to. Um, I think I already said it, but it's a pleasure to be here. I'm really excited to share my experience with all of you. Um, the Women's Beer Forum is run, at least to my understanding, by the Eagle Rock Brewery. Um, it is uh, located in Los Angeles, um, and it's run by Ting Su, her husband, Jeremy Raub, and um, I believe his father, Stephen, is involved as well um, in, in the brewery. But of course, um, how I understood on the forum, um, that this is really Ting uh, leading the Women's Beer Forum. It's a monthly meeting that usually takes place in L.A. I would imagine at the brewery they do a flight of beers and, and um, they bring other beer-loving ladies, as they describe on the Internet, uh, you know, on their webpage, to discuss beer and, and really create a more of a sense of inclusivity and um, space for women. Uh, 
they are very open though. So you don't have to be female or identify as female to attend. Um, it does say on the website, you know, if you are male or, or of course another gender identity that you can also attend. Um, but of course that the mission and the goal is inclusivity towards women. So you'll see a lot of, um, of talks and, and conversations directed um, specifically for women. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I know uh, over the last year, you know, we, we've talked about... Uh, racial equity within the yeah. craft brewing scene and uh i guess it would be gender equity would be the mm -hmm. term as well um but you know as i said uh, joey and myself being uh, male identifying yeah. uh, male uh it's hard for us to uh have a perception on what it's like being a woman in the craft beer scene uh both from the brewing standpoint and from the participating standpoint. Of course. I know uh, some beer fests that I, you know, of uh, beer weeks past, uh, they used to have a, a ladies only night at uh, Devil's Canyon Brewery, I think it was, mm. down in San Carlos. And uh, one of the things mentioned on the, the, I don't know what you call it, the summary of the event was uh, mentioned how uh, women's... What do I say? They're, uh, you know, like, I, I think, I guess mansplaining would be the best mm. uh, term. Mm -hmm. and, and generally just assuming, oh, you're going to like this kind of beer right. or, yes. or something like that. Totally. So, so the thing for that particular event was specifically supposed to be just ladies, uh, 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 unimposing sort of uh, atmosphere where you could come in and taste mm -hmm. a bunch of different stuff and kind of, you know, decide for yourself. And it's wild in the year 2021 that we have to think about uh, uh, atmosphere where women and people can come and decide for themselves. But, you know, I guess it's kind of the way things have been with our past. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I guess uh, from, from this uh, uh, forum, uh, what, what kind of beer did you taste? What kind of, how, how was it? Tell yes, me more. I'd love to, but I'd also really like to say too, um, and just to add to what you said, which is that it's just a really nice place to know that you are being taken seriously too. I feel that that's part of, at least my experience as a woman, not necessarily in beer, as I don't work in beer, um, but you know, in professional places where I've been, uh, I've had that feeling of you know not being taken seriously, not being able to be an expert, or not having enough experience, or you know, as if a man will always know more or, or have more experience or, you know, these other pieces. So it's just really nice to have that space where no matter how much experience you have, whether you work at a brewery or not, you are welcome here. We're going to talk beer and you're going to want to learn a lot of fun facts um, and just a great way to close that gap like you were saying too. But yes, let's get into the beers that were involved. Um, so... First of all, this uh, was the first ever virtual women's beer forum. Like I said, it normally happened in LA, um, but we were on Zoom. There was some, I want to say, somewhere between 50 and 70 people on the call, um, all of us together. Of course, the participants, we were muted, um, so we could hear the, the folks from the brewery sharing. Um, we picked up the four-pack of beers from The Good Hop. Shout out The Good Hop in Oakland. Um, I, I think we've said it a few times on the podcast, but we love that spot. Um, and a uh, woman owned, I believe yes. as well. Yes, that's right. Um, Melissa Ma Mayers or Myers, I Malty believe. Multi Maven. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's <laughs> that's a tag right. on Instagram. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, yes. So like I said, there were four beers. 
one from each brewery and then a collaboration between the three. The first was uh, Eagle Rock Brewing. Of course, the, the folks Ting Su and, and her uh, family, as I was speaking of earlier. Um, an interesting fact about this brewery is that they are the first brewery to operate out of LA in over 60 years. They uh, were established in 2009, um, and uh, I believe they broke that record, if you will, because they applied for the first new brewery license in LA um, and broke that five-plus-decade-long five uh, drought, if you will. Uh, Ting was also a judge at the Great American Beer Festival this year and shared about that experience, not only do, doing it during COVID, but having to taste some 200 beers in Ooh. within a few days. <laughs> and she was on the stout <laughs> team, so I imagine that was a heavy palate experience yeah you probably have to like schedule that be like all right i'm gonna do these 30 beers between nine and five today or something and i think it sounded like if i'm remembering correctly it's a scheduled experience like you don't they don't give you the beers and say tell us what you think but it's like an involved and you're scoring them in real time so it's just a heavy lift it sounds like um so their beer was love fights back a guava mango blonde ale with citra hops this was a collaboration between Eagle Rock, Norwalk Brewing, and Tumex. Tumex is a uh, local artist out, out of LA. Um, and it, this was a way of really showing a partnership within the community, really wanting to expand and, and lean on um, the idea of, of really being more, you know, of a stalwart, if you will, or a, or a, a stake in the ground of the community. Um, Love Fights Back is the name of a song by Tumex. Um, the can art was by Jose um, Suaste. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing. He's a part of the Fury Fellowship. Uh, the beer was used to raise funds for the Urban Peace Initiative. So really bringing in a lot of different folks from the community and, and you know, using this beer as a way to connect everyone and, and um, uh, expand um, not only financially, but, you know, sight of, <laughs> you know, different art and music and things like this to bring everything together. There was even a QR code. Um, of a song written specifically for this collaboration by um, one of the folks at Norwalk Brew Co. I wrote in my notes, his first name is Ricky. I don't have much more information about him, unfortunately. Um, so this beer was meant to appeal to a broad range of palates, be very easy drinking beer. Um, they chose the guava and mangoes because I guess there's a lot of guavas and mango trees in the neighborhood in LA that they live in. Um, and, and of course, uh, to complement the, the base style of the blonde ale for the beer. Uh, this beer was really good. As you know, I have been like praying <laughs> that we might find it in another store. Is there another four pack somewhere? We did, did it, didn't I? No, grab... we got the Amwolf. That was a different um, beer that, by Eagle Rock. No, no, no. Didn't I grab you one with the last table? Oh, you did. Which you either recently had or is still it in the fridge. It might still be in the fridge. I can't believe I forgot about that. This beer is so good. Um, it was sweet but not overwhelming. Crushable as a word, I think really described this beer for me. Yes, I, w- I will say uh, I did not participate in the Women's Beer Forum, but I was in the room and mm-hmm. I got to use my uh, newly certified beer server status and serve Miss Addie her <laughs> beers. Uh, and of course, along with that, take a little sip of, uh, you know, the remnants of the can. And that yeah. was a very tasty, it was crushable, uh, as I say, the kind, the kind of beer that I want on those hot days. Yes. Uh, I hope they make it again because, uh, yeah, I would drive to L.A. to pick up a four-pack. <laughs> um, but, yes, that one was really great. Uh, it was also four beers in two hours, so I appreciate your help <laughs> finishing those beers because I'm not someone who can drink four beers in two hours and stand up straight afterwards. A- anytime. <laughs> All right, the second beer was the King Sunny Hazy IPA. 
brewed with Simcoe, Strata, and Sabro hops from Pacifica, Pacifica Brewing Company. We uh, Ting interviewed Kim Surdevant. I apologize again if I'm mispronouncing about this beer. So um, Kim is the brewer. Of course, he's the brewer at Pacifica Brewing Company. Um, he used to work at Social Kitchen. As um, our local haunt. Yes. Yeah. Yep. A local haunt of ours that unfortunately closed last year. Um, but uh, we, we've got some, some uh, I guess, distant friends of the podcast as we've known. Some folks who worked there. And, Most definitely. Um, I, I was there the last night they were open. The last uh, one. I don't remember much. But that's <laughs> a good thing in this situation. It was a great party. That's right. He's also brewed at Marin Brewing Company, um, which we know makes some great beers as well. And um, he's credited with inventing the brewed IPA while he was working at Social Kitchen. So if you've had a brewed IPA, you can thank him for that experience. This beer uh, is named after a Nigerian musical uh, musician from the 1970s named King Sunny Ade. Uh, the music style uh, was described, is, um, I believe it's called Juju music, but it was described as twangy, psychedelic, groovy, kind of, you know, 70s, 60s vibe, a little bit of reggae. Um, there are no oats in this beer. It is just a wheat and malt base, which gave it a little bit more body and softened the heavier impact of the hops in this beer. Um, Sunny Tea Day is on the bottom of the can, and that's the name of one of the songs, so another connection to music. Um, uh, although, you know, this was more about just the inspiration for Kim as he was choosing and creating this beer. Uh, this was a pleasantly dry and hazy IPA. As you know, this is another beer I've been looking for because it was really, really tasty. Yeah. The uh, next beer was the Juiced Holiday from Hen House. Um, we, we, I, I don't think it's a secret. We're big Hen House fans in this house, as I'm sure many other listeners uh, Ant with access are. Anticipating our case of big chicken yes. as we speak. We are waiting. Um, we had uh, Sayer... Piotrowski on the call. Sorry if you hear this, Aaron. I'm mispronouncing your name. Um, but he's the sales and marketing person at Hen House. Um, so the cool thing that I learned and really got to understand a little bit better about Hen House is that they are a brewery and a distribution center. So that's not something I really understood before this call, but the way he described it is, of course, they're brewing and distributing their own beer, but they also act as an area for other breweries to come brew their beer in NorCal, and then distribute it out in this area instead of having to, you know, make their beer in such a way that they can send it out and it takes longer. And a lot of smaller breweries don't have that kind of uh, capital to do something that large. And also you're going to get fresher beer exactly. from, you know, maybe a smaller brewery in Los Angeles can brew their beer up here in Santa yep. Rosa and us folks in Northern California can get to taste Southern California beer at a much fresher uh, availability. It's awesome. So they do... Um, I know we got uh, Crown, Crowns and Hops. Yeah, uh, Crowns and Hops. with them. Yes, and Eagle Rock and Pacifica actually also use their distribution. So nice. it's very cool to hear a little bit more about that. Um, yes, yeah, so the, um, the beer that they had us try was, like I said, it was the Juiced Holiday. It's a Gosa or Gos, Goes, depending on how you pronounce it. I've started saying Gosa, so... Uh, let us know if I'm wrong. I should change that. Um, so as we know, Hen House puts chickens on their cans. This one had Carm Hen Miranda. And so it was a big hat with a bunch of fruit in it. It's very cute, as they always do with their cans. Um, orange, pomegranate, um, vanilla, and cinnamon were the flavors with this one. Uh, Sayer spit a lot of knowledge about the brewing process for Gosa's. Um, and it was very, very cool and very wonderful to 
learn so much about a beer that I, I like but I don't gravitate towards so I haven't had a lot of in my life. So I'll share a few quick fun facts that I thought were interesting. Every Gosa is brewed with salt. That is something that might be obvious, but I didn't know. <laughs> um, it took them hundreds of pounds of fruit and uh, pomegranate, over 700 plus like a gallon of vanilla and just pounds of cinnamon to get the right amount of flavor just because of the brewing process um, that's required to make a Gosa. Um, Gosa like a Hefenweizen is German, so it has a ton of wheat in it. This is not a wheat-free beer. Uh, yeast produces alcohol. Bacteria produces the sourness of Gosas. And what I thought was interesting and uh, what they went on a little bit of tangent about is that if you use GMO yeast, GMO, ge genetically modified um, yeast, it does both. It produces the bacteria and the alcohol with just the one product. So it speeds up the timeline for brewing the beer and allows them to brew more beer, uh, more of the different kinds of ghosts throughout the year because they don't have to do as much, I guess, in order to create it. Um, and what was really, really cool is that they actually um, put this beer in cans and put it in the four pack before they were widely distributing it. So when we had it, the only other place you could have it was at one of the tap rooms. And I believe they either just put it on or were putting it on like, you know, within days of the event. So it was a fresh, fresh Gosa. Um, and the chat was popping off. They were having a very fun time. So the chat is, of course, just the participants. That was the way we could communicate with each other. And so they were going back and forth about like, oh, this is tasty. What can I pair with it? And so um, two women deemed themselves the cheese people and tried, got a bunch of different cheeses out of their fridge and were trying different cheeses with it. And they landed on um, fatty sheep's milk cheese as the best one to have with this particular gozo. The fourth beer and the final beer was the three collaborations. So Eagle Rock, Pacifica, and Hen House came together. This one was called Down For My Day Ones. They called it a wizened IPA because it took a lot from the style of Hefenweizen, um, which means that it was a 50-50 wheat and barley uh, mix for brewing the beer, uh, just like a tra traditional Hefenweizen is. Uh, Kim at Pacifica was the one who actually brewed this one. Um, and, and they called it down for my day ones because they have been beer homies from the beginning. Um, the three of them really have, you know, they've known each other and, and built strong relationships together and all that good stuff since the very beginning, um, before they, they, as they've gotten bigger and just have always been, uh, high supports for each other, which is wonderful. Um, the can art was by Blanca Molina. She's an artist in Roseland, which is the neighborhood of Santa Rosa that Hen House is either in or adjacent to. It's very much in that same area. So they got another local artist to do the art there. Um, and the fruit salad vibes is how uh, Kim described the taste of the beer. And I don't know if it was just going from the sour gosa into this beer, but I tasted bubble gum personally. And some other people said they did too in the chat again. <laughs> and then others were like, no, I'm not getting this at all. Um, so it was just kind of interesting to see how, how people's different um, experiences were with that, that final beer of the four. And, and it could have been all, you know, this is <laughs> at least a beer and a half in within two hours. So maybe there's, there's that playing in it as well. Um, but overall, it was a really awesome experience being able to be on that call with everyone. And even though, you know, you didn't have the in-person pieces where you get to actually meet other people attending and, and meet uh, the actual presenters, it was really cool because it was definitely a wider umbrella than they would have been able to reach. And we live in San Francisco, so that's not something I would be able to do monthly anyways, um, is attend in person, these events in person in LA. Um, but I would highly recommend the experience if you live in LA and you have the ability to go 
to the Women's Beer Forum in person, um, or if you're comfortable doing so, I know they just held one, I think last week, um, that, I, I don't know if it was held in person, or if it was held over Zoom again, but you picked up the beer in LA, so it seems like they might be going back to, you know, doing things more closely regionally, um, but I would recommend it. It was really, really great, and it just built a little bit more confidence, you know, being able to be with folks um, who are also learning and are teaching you um, and having fun doing it. Lots of laughs. A really good experience. It sounded like a great experience, and I'm glad you got to experience it, uh, mainly for yourself, but yeah. uh, selfishly for the podcast. Uh, uh, as I said, uh, you you are bringing something that Joey or I can't do. Yeah. Uh, so we appreciate that. I guess uh, one last question or a little thing. I, I guess I hope it's not like a, a cr brain buster sort of question. <laughs> uh, -oh. uh Because it's kind of uh, awkward mm. seeing as we haven't done any other sort of virtual be beer gathering or beer mm -hmm. fest. Uh, but I guess how, how could you compare or would you say uh, that this women's beer forum, what, what it offered to you or what you took from it, that you didn't or wouldn't get uh, from any other sort of beer forum or beer fest or mm. beer gathering that it, that is uh, for all or all gender. Yeah, absolutely. I would. I feel like what I took away from it really was that feeling of inclusivity and experts in beer actually teaching you and telling you about it. It wasn't a class. You know, the point wasn't like, okay, here's the syllabus. Here's what you're actually going to walk away with, but instead being able to hear from the people making the beer or working so closely, you know, in, in Henhouse's case, since we have the sales and marketing guy, someone who is still very deeply involved, I'm sure, but not brewing the beer himself, right? But still um, getting that, that kind of expert knowledge, very welcoming environment and very much pointed to be that for you. This is a, a door you can come into. You are welcome here. You're not going to have, you know, any kind of experiences with sexism here. It's not, we're, we're very mindful of all of that and we're going to make sure that that environment is safe. I would say in other places we've been, other beer fests, um, I haven't been to another beer forum of this on this kind of level um, in the past, but I could imagine the experience would correlate. Uh, I don't know that there's an, a lot of an effort to be inclusive still being made. You know, I know we've talked a lot about how uh, beer is a majority white, majority male industry still. Um, we hear reports uh, frequently um, from different breweries, and I, I mean frequently as it's just, it continues to happen, not necessarily that it's a daily experience of um, women and um, people of color still you know, facing uh, hardships at work based on racism and sexism and, and other uh, genderism, I'm sure, other kind of issues um, as well. So I don't know, I think what, what really takes away from me is that feeling of purposeful inclusion so that you feel a little bit safer and you get to learn cool things and drink good beer and meet people who think like you and and who are are welcoming of you versus I think we're going there in beer but I just don't think we're there yet so you still kind of get some of that same regard still a little bit up in some of the other beer areas I've been in definitely well I uh I know at least for for us uh we we def learned a lot more uh, about uh, black-owned breweries mm -hmm. and brewers over the last year. And I know of a few uh, women-owned breweries and brewers, but I definitely uh, look forward to learning of more and, and we'll be looking out for more. I know locally 
we got local brewing in San Francisco that we've got to go down and check them out and yeah. drink some beers. Yeah. Um, and Pacifica is owned by a woman, too. I don't Pacifica think I said brewing. that earlier. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely make a trek out there, my old stomping grounds. I grew up in Pacifica. So I'm glad to see uh, breweries popping up there. Um, but, yeah, this was awesome. I appreciate you sharing this all with us. Uh, and, and, of course, I know you're usually around when Joey or I are recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, obviously, if you ever have any sort of input, uh, don't hesitate to pop over my shoulder. Thank you and, so much. And butt in and uh, share, share your perspective on any sort of thing we might be talking about in beer. Because I do always enjoy going out and experiencing all these things with you. Uh, I have that pleasure. Um, so thank you very much. Thank, thank you for you. sharing this with all of us. This was a blast. And if, and I will gladly lean over your shoulder next time I have something to and, input. And I will let you get back to work so <laughs> we can get to 5 o'clock and you La- can have a beer with me. Oh, that sounds excellent. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. Thank, thank you, you very much. All right. Thank you, uh, my beautiful girlfriend, Addie, uh, for talking to me and uh, sharing with us uh, your experience with uh, Eagle Rock and a women's beer uh, seminar. Beautiful birthday girlfriend too. Forgot. Hey, to... that's right. We we did celebrate her uh, special dirty birthday, whatever that is. Y'all can figure it out. Um, but uh, yeah, obviously we would have rather been out celebrating with our friends. But uh, one of the things that I've said uh, through this uh, these uncertain times. Uh, is that, uh, you know, a lot of situations uh, where people might not have been able to attend uh, for whatever reasons, with Zoom, they've been able to attend. I mean, we're, we're using Zoom to talk to each other here. So it's making things happen or at least making accessibility to each other easier. Uh, so for that, I'm thankful. Uh, we, had, we had a fun uh, two separate day Zoom parties. One, uh, we had a cocktail hour where I made a special cocktail and showed everyone how to make it in Zoom and, <laughs> We drank a bunch, and then uh, on Saturday, we actually uh, did a little quiz mastering and made a uh, 1991 trivia uh, of the year she was born. Oh, nice. There's that. I spoiled her dirty birthday. Uh, (laughs) My dirty 30 was, uh, it's in its tweens now, so that's how old I am. (laughs) Right. No, and... Mine was at Disneyland. Going back to to technology, I'm kind of going back to my my trip. they're really heavy on the mobile order ordering on the app, which we've been practicing a lot at Disneyland. So, you know, it seems like they're all the, all that stuff was, you know, uh, for, for I've the, been on that letter. mobile order <laughs> hype at Disneyland for sure. Oh, I, yeah. I, uh, I, that and like fast pass, I, I look at people, I'm like, why aren't you using this? <laughs> you know, like the mobile order, I understand. Cause you like have to have a credit card. I think yeah. you can, they they still hadn't at least prior to the shutdown I think made it so you could put Disney gift cards in that would be nice that would be nice yeah that way you could use another form whatever um, but uh, or Apple Pay that'd yeah. be something cool <laughs> to get integrated in there but uh, before, uh, but it, but I digress oh that's okay but uh, no I I wanted to go back real just real quick to uh, uh, when you mentioned uh, California Beer Week um, like I said there's there's these events on Zoom and different sites but. You know, the states, it, it is slowly opening up, but still go out to your local breweries, you know, pick up some growlers, four-packs, support those uh, companies. Uh, the tap houses, too, uh, the, the the businesses that are selling local beers, you know, support them and uh, 
even if you're just drinking with a few friends at home, you know, get out there, celebrate your favorite California beers. And uh, obviously, also just, you know, whatever you're drinking, always tag us. Let us know what you're drinking. So Yeah, ta- tag us. Let us know what you're drinking. I, I second all those things you said. Uh, and, and we will definitely talk about uh, a lot of local breweries we've been to. I told you I went to five places today. <laughs> I, I went, went ham when I found out it was February. And uh, I, I guess uh, I, I will uh, touch on the, the big game we talked about. Oh, yeah. uh, just that, that, that's a big beer drinking uh, time. You know, we, I, I believe, you know, Budweiser's the, the Super Bowl commercial uh, uh, stalwart. But I, <laughs> I know our listeners, at least uh, we won't be drinking any Budweiser ourselves. Uh, no disrespect if you are. Uh, but I, 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 I'm excited. Uh, it, it always kind of coincides with uh, what was uh, San Francisco Beer Week. Uh, and, and this year has now been adapted oh. into California Craft Beer Week, which is amazing. Yeah, cause... Uh, and, and just another example of, you know, while we can't be together, we can make the most of the situation. And they really are making the most of the situation with there's so many collaborations and stuff. I, uh, um, I'm going to get uh, – well, a- anyway, Super Bowl. Super Bowl's fun. <laughs> we got Kansas City and Tampa. I just wanted to say we're, we're going to be here. Uh, or we will have been here sitting, and uh, I, I've got a bunch of great beer from Santa Rosa area. We went to five places today: uh, Hen House, Cooperage, uh, Fog Belt, uh, Old Possum, and shit. I didn't <laughs> look at the can, but uh, formerly known as Plow, I want to say it's Oxen Iron. I think it was sounds Oxen. From, Iron. That sounds about right. Uh, but they, they were very nice, and I, I, got, I was on a hunt for triple IPAs, and they had a triple IPA, uh, so I'm looking forward to trying that. Uh, I'll, I'll, I don't know if I'll dig into those immediately tomorrow because I want to stay awake to see some of the game. <laughs> uh, but do you have any special plans for the game? Do you have any uh, special traditions for the Super Bowl? Or, uh, yeah, no, what are you doing? No, <laughs> we're just going to enjoy it. We're going to watch it. We're going to eat. Uh, I want to enjoy at least two of these uh, – Oak Park uh, four packs. I'm going to pour my full circle right now since I'm empty. There we go. But um, no, I'll probably head over to uh, Craft Beer Vault, grab some of my favorite locals uh, there. Um, also, you know, since we've been kind of shouting out uh, with Black History Month and uh, black owned breweries and stuff, I want to shout out to the Brass Tap that's out here in Rockland. Uh, hey. Ivan, uh, black owner, great guy. Hey, nice. And, uh, right on. Great, great place, great food, I and they have such a good lineup on tap that I fr- you don't even realize that like oh my god they brew their own so uh, do they brew their own? They do brew their own. Oh, and okay. Let me give that shout out in a second, but um, I don't know if you need to do another pour or open real quick or I, I, I'm not quite there. Okay, um, I kind of jumped I, the gun. I, I'm almost there. <laughs> well, no, 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 it's cool. We'll we'll uh, we'll get to it in a second. Uh, but t- tell me about your beer. So this is the Full Circle. Uh, it's a hazy IPA. Uh, let me see. I got bad lighting in my room. Uh, Southern Passion, African Queen, Strata Hops. Let's Ooh, see. Sounds tropical. It does. And I, I'm I'm starting to get into these more tropical style beers, which um, I wasn't really for uh, before. So 
Um, I, I had I watched Full Circle when they were with uh, Oak Park on their live. Oak Park does a either weekly or a couple times a week. They'll go live at four o'clock on their Instagram. Uh, also, shout out the Hen House for their five o'clock somewhere. Uh, they, they go live pretty often, talk about their beers, talk to other people in the brewing community. Um, uh, and I know Full Circle, uh, one of their things is beer entertainment, like entertainment and beer combined uh, as a hashtag. And they're really big about like entertainment and, and that being part of the, the brewery experience. And, and, you know, not just, you know, like someone on stage, but, not, you know, not discluding that because they are about live live entertainment as well, but just the, the entertainment aspect of brewing and, and uh, you know, just ha- being out and having fun with your friends and a good time at, at the brewery and, and uh, making IPAs uh, that everyone's going to like. They have this Illa series that's great. Um, and I know a lot of people aren't into the milkshakes or the, the, the you know, milk sugar, that, that bit of vanilla, but, that they're really the the vanilla isn't overpowering and the fruit that they're adding to them. There's like a vanilla, the peach illa, the blueberry illa we had. Uh, uh, they're great great beers and uh, especially if you know somebody who might be like I don't know a cider drinker or just not like beer at all. I think it's a good well you know you might not like beer but try this you <laughs> might like this. It, it's a great beer and it, I do like beer and I like it as well. So I, I'm just saying. Check, check them out. I believe they just got 12 packs of their Illas in uh, Costco. Uh, <laughs> nice. No, yeah. I totally forgot. I have a quick little cider story from my Disney World trip, and that's what my niece was drinking. I, the, I forget what, what cider they were drinking at. Oh, real quick, a Brass Tap, their brewery is fifty one fifty. Um, so I'm going to try that next time. And if you're ever in the Rockland area, it's it's in the by the Studio Movie Grill, uh, uh, Bass Pro Shop, so great place to grab some beer and some food but y'all um, movie theaters open up yet no okay it's coming i'm I'm sure you'll get it a week before the rest of us hopefully we'll get it when uh godzilla king kong come out (laughs) right but um so my niece was drinking the site up this um cider from the um uh from that uh tap house um baseline and i'm just pulling up their menu real quick but i don't know if i'll get it on time but um, uh, passion fruit kicker maybe I don't know, but that sounds tasty. But she's kind of a you know she's in her early or no mid to late twenties, and her friend was there. Nice push, and hey. uh, so they're drinking this uh, this cider, and it was a really good one. So, and so by the time we get off Star Tours and we're in the shop, then her friend's like, I ordered you another drink, and she's like, I can't drink another one, and because they have you know the big big cups and everything, and so. I got to look after my niece. My niece is my uh, my best friend. I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not embarrassed to say that. She's my bestie. And uh, so I knew, I saw her face. She didn't want to drink this. And I'm like, you know what? Let me show you how it's done. I grabbed this thing, and I'd look at her and her friend, who's a little bit younger than her. She's probably in her early to mid-20s. And uh, Bonnie, shout out. And um, I'm like, have you guys, you know, I'm like, do you guys, have you guys like seen like a really good chug before? And she's like, uh, no, not really. So I'm like, all right, I'll show you. And I just start chugging this thing. And they're like, oh, oh, oh my God. And I, I just straight up chug this full beer. And I'm just like, slam it down. All right, let's go ride a rock and roller coaster. And <laughs> so my niece was like, oh my God, thank you. Cause she loved it, but she didn't want, she didn't want to finish it. Cause that, that would have been her third one. And 
that would have put her over the top. But and then I got mad because like crap, that was such a good chug, and I didn't even record it. So I don't know. That was my little cider story. But sorry about that. <laughs> Hashtag Disney cider chugs. Exactly. <laughs> We're gonna get that one going. Oh, going back to this full circle though, uh, Indian Pale Ale, eight percent ABV. Uh, let me go back to the can. Um, again, great art. Let me go back to the artist, Milton510. Uh, dude, really good job on this whole four-pack. At the nickel and dime. Yeah, so the the gentleman on the can, and once again, this is uh, Full Circle Brewing in Fresno, California. And um, Fred Allen Hampton, uh, civil rights activist, uh, studied law at Triton Junior College in River Grove, Illinois, member of the NAACP, leader of the Youth Council, founder of the Chicago chapter of the Black Panther Party, uh, assassinated by members of the Chicago Chicago Police Department. So, 21 years old. Yeah. Um, and I believe, uh, for those of y'all with uh, that HBO Max or HBO Max included with your uh, Xfinity like myself, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, a uh, movie coming out with Daniel Kalula and uh, Lakeith Stanfield, a uh, little reunion from Get Out there. Uh, but it, it looks like it's a great film, and, and I believe that has to do with the Chicago Black Panther Party and uh, potentially uh, Fred Hampton's uh, assassination. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, you know, sh- shout out Fred Hampton, uh, yes. RIP, and, uh, you know, excited to learn more about your story and. Uh, once again, thanks to Oak Park uh, and uh, Milton 510, 510 for uh, the, the awesome uh, knowledge and uh, beer, the, the great beer on the inside as well. Yeah, definitely. Cheers to that. Um, one thing I didn't realize from this four-pack, that all these beers are actually brewed and canned at Oak Park Brewing Company. So uh, great job with the collaboration. and. Uh, yeah, they had all, all the brewers from the other breweries came up. and So basically, Oak Park did all of them. But they collaborated with yeah. the other breweries. That's awesome. That's and awesome. Yeah. And uh, on, on a lighter note, this is a very delicious, hazy IPA. Uh, so, cheers. Cheers, my friend. And I uh, have finished up, and I am ready for my last beer here. I got... All right. I got the uh, Helicoastal collab. Shout out, Helicoastal. I've been Instagram stalking y'all, and uh, I still I hope y'all remake that uh, that Anthony's Cookies uh, Black is Beautiful. <laughs> I'd love to try that. Uh, they they made a version of the Black is Beautiful Stout with Anthony's Cookies Cookies and Cream Cookies, uh, which is awesome. a, a black owned bakery in San Francisco. Uh, and, and I have said I put it on anybody. I love my grandmas. Uh, may they rest in peace. Uh, but the best cookie in the world, best cookie on the planet, is the Cookies and Cream cookie from anthony's i cookies. love anthony's haven't uh, been there in years so good so uh, I, I i really look forward to trying that beer and trying every beer they come up with uh, they, they recently did a collab <clears throat> with hunter's point brewing hey, right. hey. hey finally there's mine yeah an hour in i finally get a burp oh man they, they're gonna keep coming this <laughs> is the back nine now um but uh yeah sh- shout out to helicoastal some home brewers out of oakland uh, and they're coming coming up, collaborating with a, a bunch of folks. They collaborate with the Federation. Um, so look out for them uh, at Helicoastal. Uh, and uh, this is the West Coast IPA. 
uh, with Talus, African Queen, and Mosaic Hops. It comes in at 6.5% ABV. Uh, and on the can is Fannie Lou Hammer. Um, and Fannie Lou Hammer. Oh, man. There, there goes the, the illusion that I'm not looking at notes. Yeah. Uh, but this is the uh, Nobody's Free Till Everybody's Free uh, West Coast IPA. That's what I'm calling it, at least. Uh, Fannie Lou Hammer is an American activist uh, for black voting rights and women's rights. Um, and the quote on here is uh, to, to support whatever is right and to bring in justice where we've had so much injustice. Um, yeah. Cheers to Fannie Lou Hammer. I didn't even realize that the quotes were actually the titles of the beer. I I, I don't know that they're the titles of the beer. I think, I think they are. Just kind of, kind of rolling with it, but I like it. No, I think I they are. I haven't checked these in. Are, are you search, searching it on a tap yet, or? Oh no, uh, not not that un- Untapped is the authority on it yeah. or whatever. No, I mean, I'm just looking at the can. Like I said, these are beautiful art. I mean, yeah. be hashtag Beyond Nice Cans. <laughs> oh yeah, but um, no, I want to give a, a, a extra shout out to Hello Coastal. Uh, they they're interacting with us now on our <laughs> Instagram. Uh, I yeah. did a recent video unboxing. Uh, shout out shirts on tapped. And uh, then I gave a preview of this four-pack that we're drinking right now. And uh, so Hello Coastal was like, can't wait to check it out. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. And, of course, always have an open door to the show anytime. Yeah, yeah. For any, sure. any, any like, like I said, I, I, I expect to, you, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap. And, and hopefully at some point I'll, I'll run into them over uh, at, at one of our mutual stomping grounds. But, you know, like I said, I, I stand for them and uh, – Excited to taste this beer and taste more of what they got. Cheers. Clanky. Oh, yeah. That's a nice, clean West Coast IPA. That's tasty. I, I could have at least four, maybe seven to 12 of those tomorrow. <laughs> I know I, there's no chance of me getting my hands on that many of that beer, but it's nice. It's got a, I, I don't know, maybe like a, I don't like starting to try and describe the taste because I know I'm off, but I like it. I want to say there's like a, back, a citrusy back end to it. Mm. Well, that's the important thing. You like it. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Uh, all right. On with the show. And on with the show. Um, so we, we we talked about a bunch of stuff. This This probably could be two shows, but... Whatever it's. Oh, we we missed January, so here we go. Yeah, we missed January. I mean, it, don't 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 expect that we won't bring you another one in February. Uh, but you know, it, it is a great time. Uh, this right now, I'm thinking about uh, the last things I was getting out to do last year uh, was SF Beer Week. It's oh. uh, a time of the year I, I uh, play. Uh, who who is that? Uh, the Christmas song, the most wonderful time of the year. Is that the, John A. Mathis? I mean, there's so many covers, but he's the main one. But that, that, that's my theme song during time. SF Beer Week. I, re- I think that one of my old, old Instagram posts, because as you noticed, uh, if you're following me, you know, I, I the last things I post was my my beer chugs or whatever. Uh, I think it was the chugs I posted because Black is Beautiful was on the Fresh Hops page. But uh, I, I got paid and beer week started on the same day. And that was like a gift and a curse. Cause man, I, I probably went in hard, which I did today and we did today, but whatever, you know, we 
got some money from the government. Well, this was one of the last year's <laughs> beer. San Francisco Beer Week was one of the last real events. Did did we run into each other that that day or that week? I, I know we went to Twenty First Amendment together at one point. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, th- I think it was because we were headed to. Uh, I think we were headed to. <sighs> it makes me so sad to even say this. Uh, Giants Fan Fest. And uh, which was the week after they, the they're Super probably going to have a cool like uh, virtual fan fest this year, though. Uh, it's eh, not eh. the same. I know it's not the same, and I and we'll be but back at the stadium. I know, I know, point. I know. But 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 you know, we got to think eternal optimist, glasses half full. Exactly. There's something coming out of everything here. And no, no, totally, totally agree with that. But yeah, uh, so we're at Giants fan, fan fest, you know, looking forward to the season, and then of course, twenty first amendment down the road. So uh, and like I said, during uh San Francisco Beer Week and um which I love how this is separated in different uh regions of the city. I mean the the way they do it and I've never really fully experienced of, of the it. city or like northern California. Oh the the uh the city uh, the the San Francisco one when it was by just the San Francisco Beer Week not not the not the California Beer Week. Okay okay okay. And um like one weekend w- or one, I, yeah, I don't know, but it was awesome. And like everything at Twenty First Amendment was like fifties sci-fi themed on their menu, and well, not really. I, I'll just say sci-fi themed because they had like alien uh, themed beers, and I forgot what I had last year. But I, the only one that sticks out though, because it was so close to the Super Bowl, was the Kittle Craze that Twenty First Amendment put out, and that was I remember that. that I think was, I had that one. Right yeah, that there. was pretty good. Then I think later on in the week, we or later on for dinner, we went to the uh, uh, some uh, one of the Italian restaurants on Fisherman's Wharf. I don't know if you're familiar with that because I can't remember it right now. But I had a good. I think it might have been a red from a is a San Francisco Brewing Company. Uh, Gordon Beers. No. Uh, okay. Yeah. San Francisco Brewing Golden Company. Gate. Does that sound? No. No. San, San Francisco Brew Co. is over there by. Uh, uh, Ghirardelli Square. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah, and this was at the Italian restaurant, uh, and, and they make a red, I'm sure. Yeah, I haven't been there. I, <laughs> I had a buddy who worked there. I, and there's actually a mini golf course in the place where they are, hmm. like an indoor mini golf course. So, oh, nice. When they're open and the things are happening again, it's on the on the list of things I said I was going to do but didn't get to. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> yes, SF Beer Week. Uh, it's great. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, last year uh, was the last. I'm re- re- restating everything I say. Making a good thing out of, uh, you know, what we're dealt. The the cards were dealt, and California Craft Beer Week is starting. I believe it starts on the 12th or the, yeah, which is Friday, this coming Friday or whatever it is at the point where you're listening to it, February 12th. Um, and, and as a part of it, they they've made uh, a box uh, they did seven different regions around california with beer boxes from a bunch of participating breweries anywhere from eight to twelve i believe um i i think the bay area region wipes the rest of them uh but i am not like hating on the rest of california there's some great breweries in all the other regions but i mean like hen house alvarado obviously i'm biased it's the stuff i'm used to sacramento had a great box um and san diego la Orange County, Temecula, Inland Empire, oh, excuse me, <laughs> California coast, and I think that's it. 
Uh, there were seven boxes. Uh, a bunch of them sold out real quick. Um, so I ended up getting the uh, Orange County box because, as you've heard at this point, we, we love Disneyland and uh, it couldn't hurt to be more familiar with some places that are in the same county of the happiest place on earth that we love to go. Uh, so I will be getting that box this week. I look forward to getting into that. And there will be a video program that goes with it where we're, uh, I'm sure, get to meet people from each brewery. And they tell us about the beers included. San Francisco Beer Week Festival uh, that I went to was the uh, down at Devil's Canyon in Belmont or San Carlos, the Craft Can Invitational. And I went to that one twice. Uh, and it was a, a beer fest of breweries that featured their beer in cans. And what's funny about this is this was you know four or five years ago that i was going to this and they've continued doing it but i mean at this point everyone's putting their beer in cans and it's crazy to think that just you know three four five years ago it was more bottles and growlers and stuff at least in the craft scene yeah uh, and obviously 2020 kind of pushed us over the edge with being at home and now everything's in a can but uh you know it, it, it's weird like thinking back to the days of drinking 12 ounce cans and <laughs> bottles now that we have pints, pints in a can to take home. Oh, no, yeah, because I was such a – I mean, I don't know if this was the whole Portland snob, beer snob thing, but I was so all about, oh, it's only out of a bottle or, I, I'm, you know, I'm only filling up a growler. And there would I would waste so much beer in a growler. I love growlers. I mean, 32 ounces is perfect after yeah, you've two, had a couple – beers. Yeah. Fresh for, you know, two – about the same time as a growler, but you, you yeah. finish it. Exactly, and it just it seems more reasonable because you know you're out out somewhere drinking and you you know you're having about three to six pints somewhere, and then you, yeah I want a growler, then you only drink like one glass. Sometimes I'm not saying all the time, but but uh, it, it, yeah, it's just funny how I mean it, from bottles just turned back to cans, and it just and I mean not to sound like you know super hippy dippy but it's like ev environmentally better too and fresher and uh yeah I'm, it's it's just quick how funny how quick i've gone from being a bottle guy to a can guy <laughs> you know oh yeah tw 21st amendment used to there's there they were there and they're what a place that's always been putting their stuff in cans uh from the jump or at least as long as i remember and i remember on their six-pack boxes uh, they used to put like six reasons why why cans are better, mm -hmm. and I can't remember all of them, but I can remember a couple of them. I I know uh, that it doesn't let light in to, which is you know the the leader in skunking beer and spoiling yeah. your beer, uh, or, or it definitely doesn't let it in as much as uh, any sort of glass, no, no matter the color. Um, it is more often and easier. Well, I guess not easier, but more often recycled uh, than glass. Uh, obviously, they're both recycled, but, but but I think aluminum is just easier. You know, you can crunch it and put more in a mm -hmm. smaller space. Uh, it, it is more acceptable in places. You know, you can take that aluminum to the beach or the pool where you're not supposed to be taking the glass <laughs> to. Uh, um, and, and a few other reasons. But, yes, I'm glad we're all on the can train. Yeah. Um, the, the people who get the cans out of the garbage can in front of our house on garbage night are also glad we're all on the can train because – I'm contributing a lot to, to there, um, but uh, and hashtag hashtag nice cans sound better than hashtag nice bottles. Hashtag nice cans. <laughs> hashtag wasted growler remnants. We're not about that life. Um, 
but the the craft can invitational was great i'm I'm missing that uh another great beer fest during beer week that i've gotten to go to twice now is the pinball and pints uh and actually it happened on the super bowl not last year but two years ago i think it was the the rams patriots super bowl uh which i heard was a shitty super bowl it was like 12 to 9 or some some random score like yeah, that. Yeah, and I, I'm normally when those those scores I'm like, "Wow, it, it was a great defensive battle." No, it it yeah, was a crappy game. Yeah, but you don't want to watch that. So, yeah. I want to watch that a bunch of punts. You know? <laughs> I'm all know? for defensive cuz I'm a defensive I'm, I'm guy. I'm all for this one. I, I'm but... hoping this Super Bowl is going to be like 32-28 <laughs> or something, you know, 34-28 some offense, a little bit of defense, maybe even a pick six. Uh but but yeah, so Pinball and Pints, uh, it, it takes place at the California Pinball Museum in Alameda. Yeah, Shout out to them. They've had to be closed for a long time. Uh, and, and this is a place that I didn't even know about until this Beer Fest event, which is a benefit for the Pinball Museum. Uh, they preserve uh, vintage pinball tables. Uh, and, and while it, it is a museum and a history of pinball with tables, I think dating back to like the 40s or mm-hmm. 50s all the way through current time, uh, most of which are all playable for a flat rate admission. Uh, and I'm just talking about like generally when you go there. So you can, I believe it was like 10 or 15 bucks and they even had two for one on Thursdays. Uh, and you just got to play all the pinball on free play. Uh, you could even leave and come back. There's a couple cool restaurants in the area, uh, places to get beer. Uh, but th- this one, uh, you got a lot of the local Alameda breweries, Alameda Island, Faction, uh, Almanac is over there in Alameda now. Uh, uh, and then, you know, some other ones, Altamont, I believe, Ale Industries, uh, um, the former uh, Eight Bridges out of Livermore. Um, so, so some cool breweries. There was like 12 breweries there, and it was all you could drink and all the pinball you could play in like four hours. It was a great time, uh, and I miss it. That was a, a beer <laughs> staple for me. Uh, I, I remember when you first like posted about it. I'm like, dude, that has my name written all over it. I love pinball, and I love beer. You know, I'm definitely going for that. And that's one of the things I do miss about Portland is there's pinball tables everywhere, no matter where you go in that city at any bar. And I I've always loved pinball, so um, I've always wanted to go to the museum in Vegas. Same thing. All the games are playable there. So when you posted that, I'm like, okay, I'm totally going. I didn't make it because oh, I'm a next, I'm a doof. <laughs> when they have it again, I'm I'm hoping, you know, and I'm guessing. We'll podcast probably... from there. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, at some point, something. Uh, but the Pacific Pinball Museum, awesome, uh, and being able to drink and talk to these breweries and yeah, you know, it was a great time. So that 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 was a highlight, and because the place can only fit so many people, especially with the breweries in there pouring their beer. Uh, it was a hard ticket to get. I'm pretty sure I was on the wait list the first two years I tried to get in. Uh, and then, yeah, I've got in the last two years. So I look forward to the next one, Pinball Museum. Love you guys. Uh, I, I love that. And that's the only day you can drink beer in there, too, because mm. no, normally they, they don't sell food or yeah. they might have a soda machine or something. But uh, but but what's cool, like I said, about their, their admission uh, in the normal times is you pay a flat rate admission for the day. And then you can, you know, I'd, you know, show up at five or six, play some tables, go get some dinner, and then come back and close them out. They they even have DJs there on certain nights, spinning tunes, family friendly. Um, so yeah, check out the Pacific Pinball Museum. Um, yeah, definitely. 
so so many things I could talk about from SF Beer Week, but uh, we'll move on to now and what's going on. The 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 good that we made of it is California Craft Beer Week. Um, I had already mentioned the boxes that they're doing, uh, highlighting the beer of different regions of California. Those will be going out this week, and I'll, I'll try and contact see any of my friends uh, who might have got boxes from other regions. Maybe we can have them on and talk about what they did and what they had, but. Uh, be sure I will be t- talking to you guys about my Orange County box and which brewery I'm looking forward to going to the most my next trip to the House of Mouse down in Anaheim. Um, but a- as well, uh, I told you I was just up in Santa Rosa today. Uh, this is usually a, a triple IPA time and uh, the triple IPA uh, that everyone knows and loves and pines for and stands in line for, <laughs> Pliny the Younger. Uh, they they went uh, digital or, or Pliny from home, Pliny in place, if you will. Uh, and, and it was a big, you know, I, I, I didn't get any. So if I if I sound bitter, I, I hope I don't. <laughs> um, but uh, basically they did what they could. They, they put put it on sale. They gave everyone the details. And I think they said they had like 100,000 people trying to get 6,000 boxes of beer. Yeah, it was unheard of. And it all sold out within like five minutes. Um, uh, so I, I won't share my opinions on how it could have been better or how <laughs> I might have ended up getting some. Um, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's, I think part, part of the chase is fun. Uh, but I also want to say there's a ton of great beer out there. Um, and and I, I do look forward to these big double and triple IPA releases Hen House, uh, who, who I, I love and uh, we went to today, I did get an order in for their Big Chicken, their annual Big Chicken mm-hmm. release, uh, which will be shipped out this week. And they're having the uh, Big Chicken in place. The Big Sip uh, will be this coming Saturday, the 13th, uh, where they're basically going to host a YouTube Live with a bunch of breweries from around the country uh, uh, that you know are kind of doing great things in different places to kind of, I don't know, just cheers and and drink some big chicken and uh yeah just uh get get that whole beer week vibe and and uh and community and stuff well like i said we're missing uh from all these beer fests so i'm looking to the big sip i'm looking forward to my big chicken uh i did get a triple ipa from uh ox and iron and uh fog belt today i'm looking forward to getting into those uh, there was uh, the, the Bay Area Brewers Guild uh, has been doing the last couple of years collaborations between multiple breweries. Uh, so I got one that Fogbelt did as well uh, with Sonoma Springs Brewing and one other brewery. Uh, hold on a sec. <laughs> While you're looking, I got to say, I've been I, I've been loving all these collabs going on over the last year, basically, since uh, COVID hit. Um, and even before that, you know, the collabs we've been getting with uh, the resilience that came out, you know, uh, what, a year ago, two years ago, to the Black is Beautiful collaborations, to this uh, Oak Park collaboration. I mean, every slice uh, brewery over here in Lincoln uh, has been doing a lot of awesome collabs. So I'm all for it. it. It's just showing how awesome the beer community is. And yes, I found it. That is uh, the low hanging fruit was the collab. Uh, from uh, Fogbelt Brewing with Pond Farm Brewing and Sonoma Springs Brewing. All places I've been, uh, Pond Farm only uh, during shelter in place to pick up some of the Black is Beautiful. 
but I did get to go to Sonoma Springs at one point, sat there and had some beers, had a group on there that was like super expired, but they were very cool and honored it for its full promise, original promise. I love that uh, name, Low Hanging Fruit. <laughs> yeah. That's... And it's, it's kind of got like a, a Mardi Gras sort of colors, and I know yeah. we're in Mardi Gras right now. Uh, that, I mean, that just goes back to <laughs> real quick, just quick story. My buddy's uh, bachelor party, we were in Pacific Beach in San Diego, and uh, one of these guys was like flirting with one uh, this girl at this club and was not the cutest out of her group. And so he's like, I did that for you guys. I hit, I, I was going for that low-hanging fruit for you guys. So I don't, sorry, it has nothing to do with the show, but just that just brought up a memory that was just Memories. super funny. Memories. <laughs> like the corner uh, of my mind. Sorry. Continue, sir. Most definitely. Well, I, I'm looking forward to getting into this low-hanging fruit, uh, and, <laughs> and I will gladly fall on this one for anybody. Um, Good man. Most definitely. Uh, 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 but so, yeah, the, the collabs, uh, beer week's just awesome. I, I, I look forward to the tap takeovers uh, when they come locally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I'm looking forward to what, uh, like I said, what California Craft Beer Week can bring uh, to us that we don't normally get with SF Beer Week. Um, so I, I guess you can assume that you will be hearing about that uh, at the end of the month or later in this month after we've received all five cases cases of beer that should be coming to the Watson residence this week. Uh, I, I don't think it's that heavy, but it's not that far off, especially with the almost two cases that we just brought home from Santa Rosa. Um, we're stocked. Um, and I will be up in your neck of the woods in Sacramento next weekend. Yes. Uh, so we'll definitely have to get together. I have some beers. I, I grabbed the uh, Skeletors, as you call them, from, uh, <laughs> I'm Ten not changing house. the name. It's Skeletor. I don't care. No, I, I, I called it Skeletor the whole first year. I don't think it was till I got there or something. Somebody's like Selector, and I was like, "Oh, you're right. It does say Selector, but it's like that kind of thing because Skeletor is on the can. Yes, a beautiful picture of Skeletor sniffing the hops. This is a collaboration, <laughs> an annual collaboration between Henhouse uh, and Fort Point Brewing out of San Francisco. Uh, it is called Selector. Uh, with uh, hand-selected hops that they get every year. Um, and uh, But I think because you see Skeletor and, like, the letters for Skeletor are there, you just see it and you say Skeletor. Hush, uh, you He-Man. <laughs> you bumbling bird brain, you. It's called Skeletor. <laughs> exactly. I'm all for that. Uh, so I'll, I'll be having some of that for you. I'll, I'll probably be like Beer Claws dropping off mixed four-packs to my friend's between here and there um so yeah what what are y'all drinking as we always ask uh we want to know hashtag what you're drinking uh we hope you've enjoyed this episode uh this long droning episode talking about everything from uh disney cider chugs to the super bowl to low-hanging fruit at a bachelor party (laughs) Low-hanging fruit, wasted growler remnants that we don't like. That's why we love cans and growlers. Um, but uh, we, we will be back. Uh, we, we have a lot going on, as you heard, this month. Um, so we want to hear from you. Uh, so please, if you listen to this episode, tell us you know, what you thought. Uh, we can get better, obviously, always. Uh, yes. But if you enjoy us, let us know, because I think we're great as we are as well. Exactly. Uh, and I just want to say we are in a – beautiful time right now because like i said when i was beer snobbing in portland 
And every time I'd visit, you know, my friends in uh, Stockton or something, or even when I go down to uh, uh, Disneyland, it'd be like there's just that slight handful of good beer you can have. And uh, there's like the one beer stand at DCA where it's like, okay, this got they have Firestone, I could go for that or something. But now, I mean, California has become from north to south a beer mecca for this country, and I oh, love man. it. And like like wine tasting exactly. before. Now you, now you can take a, a, a beer cation to California, and literally just I mean do breweries up and down the state. I think they said there's a thousand. Thousand breweries in California. Yeah, thousand craft breweries. Exactly, and especially where I'm at in Placer County, you know, we got, you know, Lincoln, Roseville. You know, we got Moxa. We got shout out Slice. to Slice. Yeah, that's Slice. another thing coming up. I, I don't know if you saw uh, Moxa Slice yes. and Urban Roots have yes. a collab. It's a double <laughs> hazy, uh, and they're all going to make a version of it at their brewery using a different yeast, but the same recipe otherwise. Oh, yeah. uh, so I look for, I'll be on the hunt. Don't think I won't be asking <laughs> you to go out and grab some of those because I, I want to get my hands on all three and taste them all together. Yeah, because so that might be something you hear us do on the next episode. Oh, definitely, because when you did that big uh, slice order uh, yeah. back in November, December, yeah, November, I had no idea. I am literally 10 minutes away from there, and so it'll be a great, venue once things open up because there's a there's a pizza joint right next door you know you can actually enjoy the beer at the place uh when it opens up so um so they're not open for on-site right now. no just right? pick up yeah just pick I, up I right know now they have but... been through all this uh i and you know good for them do their thing keep yeah. putting out great beer in cans we're happy to come pick it up exactly I believe they just got some accolades uh as far as like best new beer new brewery and uh, best uh, in in style class of hazy IPAs, mm-hmm. uh, and this is for 2020. I think Beer Advocate was one of them, and I forget what the other one was. Uh, but check out Slice Beer on uh, Instagram. Uh, if you're in Lincoln, Sacramento area, I'm sure you know about them already. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't, check check them out. Great, great beers, great hazy IPAs, uh, and and yeah. Sli- I'm excited. I'm excited to get into that. <laughs> and like this whole, like I said, the whole Placer area, Auburn, Loomis, you know, Rockland. I mean, there's so many that I haven't named, but I mean, I, I, I just can't. There's so many right now that's so good and so close to where I'm at right now and where you and Addie got some family at right now. Yeah. So um, real sh- quick shout out to Altamont, who I just saw on Instagram recently celebrated their eighth anniversary. Eighth um, anniversary today, yeah. Yeah, so I or am yesterday or Maui Waui is one of my favorite, probably, definitely in my top three uh, beers right now, and uh, so uh, congratulations, happy anniversary, Altamont Brewery. Yes, Altamont sponsor all of Joey's podcast. <laughs> Please, the Tiki Cast five, is perfect. <laughs> five Show Joe sponsored by Altamont Brewery, or or he'll just sponsor you <laughs> talking about how much he loves Maui Waui. Exactly. But you know, no, like Alex said, uh, thank you guys for listening, interacting with us. Um, I know we we haven't put out a show as, you know, we're, we're monthly. You know, once things open up, I'm sure we'll get at least bi-monthly or bi-weekly. Sorry, <laughs> but um, then, we'll start start trying to get solid monthly. But yeah, expect more of us, especially uh, you know as we can get together more. I believe this is our fifth episode. Yes, uh, and we've been able to record together in person twice. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to, like I said earlier, I'm going to 
try and stay updated on our Instagram story feed with any up-and-coming Northern California beer news I know about. Oh, speaking of which, I don't know if we'll get this out before Monday, but if we do, uh, and it'll be on our feed, Hen House is putting out a third batch of their Big Chicken, Mm. which is uh, that big special double IPA uh, I got an order in of, uh, and and I might order some more or just tell you all to order it or whatever. (laughs) I don't want to take it away from other people, but also I promise to distribute to deserving parties if I do get some more. Uh, but that that's a very tasty beer that I got to have a couple of times last year. Um, so, yeah. Um, keep, keep in tune with our Instagram. Keep in tune with the pod. Keep interacting or, or interact more because I, I know we were late on it, but uh, we didn't get, get any comments from you guys. Uh, so we didn't get to say anything. And I know we shouted out a ton of people. Um, and we'll continue to do that because that's what beer community is all about. Um, so we look we look forward to interacting with you. We look forward to shouting you out. And we look forward to, of course, in 2021 and the near future, seeing and meeting you and going out and doing awesome beer things Yes, uh, in this fresh hopping world. Yeah, because, I mean, you've been doing some beer chugs, if you want to shout them out in a second. But we, we're talking about even hosting some. So if you ever want to collab or join us for a, a midweek a hump day chug, I guess. There's a lot of ones on weekends, but uh, we'll 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 figure something out. But uh, we'll we'll definitely yeah, maybe, throw the word out. Maybe we'll try we'll try and have like a, a weekly happy hour where we go live together. Yeah, that'd be great. Drink a beer and try and chat but, with y'all. Yeah, shout out uh, who you've been doing some chugs with on Instagram. I, I, IPA fan uh, in the the Church of Chug on Instagram. Looked at looked them up, but yeah, shout shout out to everybody who shows up for the Saturday Zoom chug. Uh, I've enjoyed that. That's been a, a good place for me for some beer community uh, in, in these uncertain times. <laughs> uh, so th- thank you. And uh, I look forward to chugging with you guys next week and uh, meeting you guys in the future. You know, uh, uh, always looking forward to expanding friends in general, but beer friends and beer travel. You know, I, Dan, <laughs> or, or Joe, Joe is just over in Florida and, you know, I, I think it, it, it's uh, needless to say, uh, we all love to uh, visit new breweries in every new place we go to. So, Absolutely. Uh, and cheers to everybody, and uh, I look forward to meeting and chugging a beer with you in person soon. Yes, and uh, I piggyback everything you just said, and I just want to give one more shout-out to uh, the shirt, the tap. Uh, shirts you, on tap? Shirts on tap, thank you. Uh, hey. I haven't eaten dinner, so these two beers are already kind of knocking me off already. Hey. But uh, I'm gonna eat another dinner. After yeah, exactly. But big shout out to them for you know showing people, uh, kind of introducing them to different breweries around the country. You can get a lo- you can when you subscribe to their box, you can either uh, get a regional area or you can actually get a option where you, you just get random breweries from around the country. So that's the option I have. So the first box I got was from Kettlehead out of New Hampshire. Um, I've never been in New Hampshire, but, you know, it's nice to know that there's a really cool brewery there. But the one I got uh, just recently was West Coast Grocery Company out of Portland, Oregon, at my old stomping grounds. And um, this was not, not open when I was there. But um, the idea of is, is they're just your corner neighborhood grocery store, technically, or slash brewery. So um, big shout out to them. And uh, when beer, I signed beer up, bodega. exactly. And uh, when when I had uh, when I signed up, they had a special that you know when you sign up now you get a free hoodie. And so I got the free hoodie, and it's got this nice giant hop right on it. And uh, 
I love it. So uh, shout out to Shirts on Tap. And uh, this isn't a paid sponsorship at all, but we're happy to work with you guys and shout you guys out because it's a great company. You guys are uh, supporting local breweries around the country and just showing them off. So uh, we love that. So, um, But, yeah, like Alex said, thank you guys for interacting with us. Continue to interact with us. Uh, even when we're, Next time we get together, we're going to at least stream on Instagram live from uh you know what we're doing and you know ch- ch- chime chime in feel free so uh thank you guys for listening if you like what we're doing please uh, s- uh spread uh <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> you can talk drink, drinking a little bit um you can uh leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts um just let other people know where we are uh, you can share the show and uh share our site on Instagram And uh, you can find us on Untapped. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys. And we will see you guys very, very soon. Enjoy the Super Bowl and uh, cheers. Go